what are your thoughts on retirement? How do I want to answer this? What are my thoughts on retirement? Well, one day. <laughs> How am I supposed to answer this? Okay, well, here's the thing is when, I don't know. How, I don't know. I joke about it. Like, I'm just going to build a big foundation so I can retire when I have kids. But in reality, like, that's never going to happen because I love to work. So thoughts on retirement strategically is we have funds to retire. We are paying into pension plans. Like, is this where I'm going? Or like, I'm building money to put into my retirement fund. So we are very set up when I choose, or very, very well off when I choose to retire. When, when that will be, no idea, not anytime soon. And how that will look, don't know. But what I will say is how my business looks today, well, it's not how it's always gonna look. So it's like, I'm very, very on and like busy and like working 24 seven, but like in five years and 10 years from now, I'll still be building and running my business, but it may look very, very different, like not coaching all the time. So I'm building retirement. <laughs> I'm building to fit my current lifestyle and to plan for freedom in the future, whether that looks like retiring or that looks like you know, speaking more and traveling around the world and just events, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So it's like, yes, I'm thinking about retirement, but more so I'm thinking about like now, the short term now, and what I'm doing is consistently just managing my money and my finances. So when it comes to time to make those decisions, we can do what, what we want. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. Does being in shape help you in any way with your business. Yeah. yeah, see these are the questions that I like because I get asked this all the time. Well, yes, yes, I mean, not directly. So it does, I think it does for many reasons. One, I highly believe in like routine and habits and that's just something to incorporate into your day and like keeping a habit and routine. Um, obviously it's not just physical health, but it's mental health. So your mindset, your emotions, it, it helps with that. Um, Another thing is like, it's challenging. So if you have a fitness routine that challenges you, like literally to like lift more or run longer or whatever it is, you are gaining mental re resiliency and grit. So like in the gym, I challenge myself because that grit and mindset can then translate into like the grit and resiliency that you need to have to build the business. So I think absolutely it does. And then also there's the other truth of like, when you work out, you feel better about yourself physically and we're all on camera all the time, like right now and whatever, and you just want to feel good. And like, that's just the truth of it. So I think a million percent it does in many different ways, not necessarily directly, but indirectly. How do you identify what's not working in your business? That's a good question. Um, I think that, well, first you have to identify what are the things that are, are supposed to work. So like social media is supposed to work. Sales is supposed to work. Selling a program is supposed to work. Launching is supposed to work. So then when you're doing those things that you think like that should be working over and over for a decent amount of time and you're not getting the results you want, I would like look back. So do the thing for a consistent amount of time. And, and I mean like sometimes six months, a year, like that's a long time, but that's still a short time. Do those things. If you're not getting what you want, look back and evaluate 
what is working, what is not working. So literally look at the things that you're doing, like how are you selling? Are you selling on Instagram story? Are you following any kind of plan, yes or no? Like literally look at the posts that that get the sales that people see and then respond to or don't respond to. Look at on Instagram story, like the exact story slides, the videos, the text, like what are the ones that people are responding to? Then it's like, yes, that's working or the one that you think people should be responding to and they aren't. Then it's like, look at that thing and, and see like, is the messaging off? Is the content off? Is, is something off? Um, like content. So if you're like building Instagram and you want to grow your following, you know, six months later, if you're not growing, literally look at the pieces of content. Like what ones are doing better? Do more of those. What ones did you think would have performed better? Like look at the analytics and then look at the actual post itself and say like, was was the content clear? Was the messaging clear? Was I speaking to someone? So it's basically just looking at everything you're doing and pulling out the things that are working from the data, as simple as like engagement, and do more of those. And the ones that aren't working that you feel like should, critique the actual piece and, and ask yourself how you can make it better. And then I will say like, this is why the power of, of having a coach is so strong is because having an outside perspective allows you to see things that you don't see. So like I can look at my stuff and be like, oh, everything's working, I don't understand why. Whereas I could have, then have my coach look at it and be like, oh, this is what's wrong, this, this is what's wrong. So that's why it's so valuable, but it's literally just looking back at the things that you're doing and, and looking at the data, the analytics. What music are you listening to? Oh, well, I'm listening to like, anything on the pop playlists on Spotify. So, and here's what I listen to. The top hits and the like throwbacks of like the 90s, cause that's, that's my jam. What is a good way to build authority in a new niche mm, so, I know what she um, means, yeah. Um, value, so, you, if you want to basically you want to build trust you want to show that you're a leader in a specific industry so the quickest way is value like showing giving people information giving people tips showing people that you have answers to their questions so i i if you're switching niches or you're starting in a new industry like i would prioritize value content over anything meaning like show people what to do um for example, I mean, I did this obviously in business, but I did this when I first started fitness coaching. I turned my profile from being like, this is what I'm doing in fitness and my journey to here's what you should do. Here's this workout of the day, here's this. So it's like people come to your profile and they get answers. So with each piece of content, think back like, is this, is this giving someone an answer? Yes, keep doing that. And here's the other thing too is, Share testimonials, but if you don't have client testimonials, then then you're your own testimonial. Like so, sh show your experience or your story in that specific thing to to then you're proving that what you know actually works. What's your favorite alcoholic? Um, champagne. Even though yesterday on my Instagram story I said I hate champagne, but I do. So yeah, is my favorite. Old stuff would have been vodka, but I can't do that anymore. <laughs> How do you know when it's uh, the strategy is the issue or the mindset is the issue? It's always both. 
here and I get where these questions are coming from because it's what I talk about. So here's the thing is like the end of the day, what we want is results. So we want clients and we want transactions. How do we get that by strategy, by selling things, by having offers, by having an audience? So it always comes back to that. But what drives us to stay consistent with those actions and have a positive mindset and be resilient when things aren't working is our, is our mindset. So how do we know when it's mindset versus strategy? I think it's always a combination of both. I would ask yourself, are you taking action? Cool, then that shows you're, you're doing things and your, your mindset is allowing you to take action. Are you stopping yourself from showing up? That's usually a mindset thing. So I think it's always just like evaluate where's your head at, where's your mind at, and are the things working? Um, I mean, the thing is we can have a positive mindset, but the strategy not be working. And, but that takes resiliency to, to, to look at things rationally. So I just think it's always a mixture of both. But here's the other thing I want to say is if we want to be people who are always expanding and growing our businesses, um, it's not that anything is wrong with our mindset. We should be intentionally expanding our mindset to to think bigger, right? So it's like, it's not like there's something negative or really wrong. Sometimes it's like you just need to be expanded to kind of like ignite a fire. So it's not always this negative thing. It can be like, now it's time to just like do something that, that expands you. And that's a mindset thing. Like, do I, do I make sense that I'm ending there? <laughs> What's your social life like with Eric? How do you make time for that? <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> we can put that, but then cut it. So our social life is like, as soon as I'm done work, and as soon as Eric's done work, our social life is Netflix on the couch. Would you agree? Okay, he's nodding. Sometimes our social life is let's go out to dinner, but that's maybe like twice a month. Sometimes our social life is, oh, there's a celebration, let's party, and it's just me and Eric, and then we go to bed at like eight or nine. Is that true? Our social life is not the most exciting, but I would say on a regular basis, it's as soon as we're both done for the day, we chill and hang out, and then we try and do dinners like twice a month. I know, I'm very exciting. Uh, what system do you use to stay organized and on top of payments and payment plans? So most people pay me through PayPal, and so I think a lot of people don't realize that PayPal is a system in and of itself. So when you have payments coming in, from PayPal and payment plans on PayPal, it tracks it all for you. So you get notified when something comes in or you, and you get notified if something doesn't come through. So it's constantly tracking for you. So that's the best answer. And what do you like to do on step days? Nothing. I like to, I, the thing that I love about step days is I still work not not on calls but i'll still do things it's more so i just have days or a day or two days a week or whatever where it's just like there's nothing on the schedule so i still do a lot of the same things that i would do on not a staff day but it's more so just like i have the flexibility to not have to be somewhere at a certain time so that's when i book my hair appointments my nail appointments that's when i go shopping that's when i do nothing that's when i go for multiple walks that's when sometimes we film stuff or whatever but what business mistake taught you the greatest lesson? Mm, 
I mean, not really anything strategically, more so just like any time that I had a bad feeling about someone, I probably should have listened to it. Like whether that's like someone joining something and they were kind of weird before they joined and then it turned out to being someone that just like left. You know what I mean? Like usually things like that of like when I should have listened to my intuition and I didn't. But they're, they're, mis they're mistakes, but I guess the question is like, why did you learn from it? It's because it just taught me to listen to my gut and it also taught me how to be a better communicator, how to have stronger boundaries, how to know like exactly who I love to work with and who I don't love to work with, so yeah. Favorite Netflix show? Eric, what's my favorite Netflix show? What are we watching right now? Outer Banks. Outer Banks, Outer Banks we're watching right now. What's the one we just watched? See, I don't know these things. Eric's coming. What? Yeah. We watch Netflix every day and we don't know what we watch. What do we watch? Yeah. We watch any of like the trendy series. What staff do you have to help you? Yeah, so on Team XO Gingy, I have Brittany who does like client and customer experience and like in the programs moderating. Um, she's interacting with the community. She also is, um, she's not she's not a virtual assistant. She's an in-person assistant too because she helps me do a lot of like stuff locally, like picking up stuff, buying stuff, client gifts. She helps send my clients gifts whether they're local or wherever in the world. So she does a lot of like things here and things online. Um, of Jake who does filming and creation and editing and all the videos and all the things and then Cassidy who runs the Team Exogingy social media platforms. Um, and then I have um, Shauna who does all of my um, graphic design. So anytime there's like a new program or like my banner in the CC community or whatever, that's Shauna. I have my mentor, Melanie, so she's private mentor and then I have, I do all of, I have access to like all of her group programs. Um, I have, uh, like I call them a financial team. So they do like all the payroll, the taxes, they advise me like how much I should pay myself. Like they literally do all the things for me. So a lot of people ask this. I know it's different from country to country, state to state or whatever. I have, you go and find yourself like a small business accounting firm and they will do all your money for you. So I have someone who does all of that, all bookkeeping, all of those things. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, if you could only eat one food for lunch, what type of food would it be? <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> how many coaches have you used and how many coaches did you go through when you were starting out? When I was starting out, the first investment I made was a group program and it had two coaches. So it was a three month group program and then I had like a four to five month break of not being under any mentorship from the end of 2017 to the beginning of 2018. Then in 2018, I hired Melanie, who I'm still with today. So 18, 19, 20, like over like three and a half years, I've been under consistent mentorship with Melanie. And then I recently this year started working with Phil Attar. He's not necessarily business coaching, but he's coaching in just like mindset, energy, emotions, like that kind of stuff. So. I've always had Melanie and the first business program, now Phil, and then I've had odds and ends of things that are more like specific programs along the way, but they're not really relevant for me to share. 
If you could choose another profession, what would it be? Full-time influencer. So not coaching, but just like social media. I don't get it. So I manage it by not getting it. So I set up a lifestyle so I'm able to work consistently and work hard, but part of doing that is also a lot of flexibility and taking care of myself. So I just, I think a lot of people get burnout because they're not taking care of themselves. So I'm still busy, but I still prioritize like the basic things like sleep and health and fitness and whatever. So when you have that, you are like, you're balancing it all out. It's like, how do you unwind or shut off that night? Netflix. I mean, by doing nothing, it's hard, like, I mean, we talked about this before, but like, it's like, it's hard to disconnect because it's not like you have a drive home from work. So it's like, to just like decide to switch off, but also it's more so just the fact of like, when I'm done the last thing on my calendar, then I like, I switch off in a way of like, I'm not coaching anymore, but I may still be on my phone. So I just, if you have self-awareness where you're like, you're good and you can not have those strict boundaries, amazing. But I feel like if you need to say, okay, at six o'clock, I'm done working, then do that. I don't do that. <laughs>